Welcome to Buy Size Dental Marketing. Uh, today, I have Andre joining me. Andre, it's always a pleasure. My co-founder and work husband. But Andre had this wonderful idea, and it's to we're going to stay true to the bite size format, but we are going to add a sub format and that's called HTTM. So today we're going to talk about how to tactically market and the new format of these style of recordings is going to be something we can, you can take action on. It's, it's going to be hard data driven. It's, it's going to be something that you can implement today on very tactical things. Again, hence the names, how to tactically market. The interviews get a little theory and things like that, but this is going to be actionable and, and, and have some meat to it. Yeah, I and, think in my, in my dream world, Eric, you can listen to this as you're sitting in front of your computer and it could be doing the things that we're talking about as you're listening. That's how tactical we're trying to get here. I like it. And we're, yeah, we're going to put together show notes that have some articles and things like that to help you, but you did not pull any punches out of the gate, Andre. How to add an associate to a practice. And my God, if you can find one, you got started well. But yeah, so that's today. How to how to tactically market adding an associate to the practice. Before they're even here, I'm already doing some campaigns on social, letting people know that the team is growing, the office is growing. And the reason for that is because for me, I want to create excitement as much as I can ahead of time. You know, I think people like to be along in the mm. emotional journey in these things. And so I don't want to surprise anyone. There's a new face all of a sudden here. I want people to know ahead of time that, that you know, the team is growing. And I also think it signals success. It signals, mm -hmm. you know, that things are going well. I think the first day that person's there, I want to welcome them with a little gift basket, maybe some swag from the practice, things of that nature. And I want to capture content. I want their first day pictures just like, first day of school that we just went to, I want to show them engaging with the team, engaging with the office. And I want all of those little things on social media so that by the time that patient shows up, you know, an existing patient shows up, they're already expecting to see, you know, Dr. Sally, who's joined the practice recently and welcome them and all those things. So I'm definitely on the optimist route. Yes, sometimes things fall down and they don't work out. And I'd rather just take those as they come then plan that, you know, or delay my excitement. Because I think just like when we hire somebody here at our agency, we take a lot of time to get somebody, you know, to find the right person. We, it's almost like an adoption process. It's mm -hmm. not just will and nilly letting any Joe, Bob and Sally off the streets into the team. I think a practice should be that way as well. I think an associate has to be a really good fit, not just clinically and add those skills to the practice. They have to be a personality fit and a cultural fit. And so if you've done that homework up front, by the time you've landed the plane on making that offer, you should feel really good about this person is a good fit. So I'm coming out of the gates uh, blazing, Eric, with, with content and with excitement. And, you know, I am trying to get them to the website as early mm -hmm. as possible as well. I think the pro tip here is finding an actual recent headshot for them mm -hmm. and a recent mm -hmm. bio. I think a mistake that I see very often is they just copy and paste their headshot and bio from the last company that they were at, the last website that they were at. And I think that's a mistake because, A, it's typically content. And I'd want to tailor their bio to our practice. And I want a recent headshot because I'm tired of seeing, you know, the catfish of the last time this doctor took a headshot was 10 years ago. So I'd want to get a fresh one, even if it was just with the phone, outdoors, if the, the weather's nice, mm -hmm. but I want a fresh one. What kind of social push are you doing before they join and after they join like what 
What are you? Yeah. Are you boosting it? Are you doing paid? I think before they join, I'm just doing organic content, not paid. I'm not boosting them, but I am saying uh, coming soon, maybe a week before they they're here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do too early because people forget. But a week before they're here, the day that they are there, the first day, you know, just like first day of school pictures, and I want them with the team. I want them, you know, with a little bit of swag of the company. I want the I want the two doctors together. I think that's the next push for me or the next phase of social for me is I want to show that the as a as a patient, you're not choosing one doctor or the other. I want to create this image that you're getting you're getting both because they're gonna be working together on cases, they are a partnership, they're collaborating, and so I want to show them together as often as possible. And some cases, depending on the kind of practice, I also love having a video of the current doctor and the new doctor sitting side by side and the new doctor explaining the journey of finding the new doctor, you know, the things that they're looking for, how happy they are, and have a little bit of this one-two punch of, I'm really excited this new doctor is here. And then the new doctor talking a little bit about how they weren't taking a job at any practice. They were looking for the right practice. But in short, I'm trying to take the old doctor and just kind of rub him onto the new doctor so that mm-hmm. it feels like they're a team. You're not choosing one or the other mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we have this challenge uh, challenge often of we get a new associate at a practice and no one wants to see the new associate. They only want to see the previous doctor. And so I think the best way is to is to show them as a team. Yep. Do you know my favorite line that the front desk says? Do you want to see Dr. Andre or is Eric okay? Like, why would Eric ever be okay in that situation? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll take the second option. No, you do hit on something that is, I'm sure, in my DNA of, you know, being burned on these topics is I think that you, if you lean in, you need to lean in hard. And I think you also need to talk to the front desk about they're amazing. Don't don't short sell them on the phone, you know, by asking, is is it OK to see Eric? Oh, my gosh, you're going to be so excited to see the new doctor is, I think, the phrase. Now, walk me through. You laid out a lot there. Walk me through sort of your timeline, if you will, in, you know, week one, what are you hoping to accomplish? Week one, just excitement and buzz that the team is growing. We have a new doctor here. I love your point around translating. What does this new doctor mean in terms of benefit to the patient? It's Mm -hmm. more availability, new procedures, you know, just what benefits in general. I like that a lot. The, The next thing I want is so that as new patients, are researching the practice and perhaps choosing them as a, as a dental home, that the new doctor is familiar. I think what happens mm-hmm. sometimes when you delay incorporating them to the marketing is that when front desk mentions, you know, Dr. Eric, even if they didn't short sell them, I don't know who Dr. Eric is. I don't, I don't know what they look like. I haven't seen them anywhere. It feels disconnected to me. And so I want that online presence to feel cohesive with the phone experience. And so I think if you do a little bit of that up front and in the first week or two, you know, you setting it up for so that new patients are comfortable with the new doctor and existing patients that perhaps are looking for some of those benefits that I mentioned that you mentioned up front, again, new procedures of flexibility, also feel comfortable going with the new doctor because you're you're giving your vote mm-hmm. of confidence by talking about them and presenting yourself together with them. Now, 
I know I was going to kind of on a weak theme, so now I have another question, which I'm prone to do. But do you, in those first couple of weeks, do you call the existing patients that are coming in to confirm or in the appointment confirmation and mention the new doctor? Like, because I, I, I think there's this assumption that not every patient is going to see social media that you post, right? They are going to see the appointment reminders. Like, do you layer it into the the, the calls there? Or what are your views on that? And I'm, yeah, I'm thinking I, in those first week or two, right? Sure, sure. I would say along with the social, I would do an email blast. And I would have some communication in the office itself. But I, I have not tried to reach out proactively to existing patients who are already on the schedule, planning to see the new doctor, sorry, the, the, the existing doctor, and try to let them know that that's happened. That feels unnecessary to me. However, mm. if a patient is having a hard time scheduling or they're calling in to reschedule, cancel an appointment, Maybe you say, hey, I know that you can't come in at this day or this time anymore, but now we have Dr. Eric. We have some more availability on the spot. Does this other time work better for you? So that's something that gotcha. I would do. All right. So week one, you're getting excited. You're doing a push. You're getting them added to the website. Are you capturing those videos you mentioned of the two doctors talking about how they found each other? And that is that in week one or is that a future week sort of thing? I find it hard to to bucket things in these weeks that you're talking about mm, because every right. practice moves every practice moves a little differently. We don't need to do that. Let's throw that away. <laughs> you right. know, I think right. some practices are really good about getting content and you say, hey, record me a video of XYZ and they can have it to you tomorrow. Some practices, we have to put the proverbial gun to their head to get any video content and it requires us to get to come out and be there in person. So I would probably just take it at their own pace. Now, I would do a couple other tactical things that I don't see happen too often. I already mentioned mm -hmm. one of them, which is don't copy their old bio and their old photo and just put it on your website. Create new content, get a new picture. The other thing I would do is scour the whole internet for the new doctor's name and find, are they still listed at another practice's website? Do they have yeah. a Google listing that exists out there? Because anyone, because I'm going to be promoting this new doctor, I, anytime someone searches for their name, I want my practice to come up. And so if they're still listed on the old, in their last office, the last practice, I want to try to work that out and get them removed as well as if they have a Google listing, ideally I try to get that listing updated to, to link back to our practice so that now our practice can have the practice listing, which has all the reviews and all those things, have my personal, you know, professional listing as a, as a provider and then the new provider listed as well and you can think of that as get, giving yourself three fishing poles in the water right because mm -hmm. now we have three different avenues by which someone searching on google can find you find a listing that ties back to your office so there's a couple other tactical things that i don't see happen too often that i do think that are easy to do and that anyone listening to this right now you know can make it take an action happen for I had another one that's very tactical. Do you, as you add the new doctor to the site, do you reach out to your website team and have them manually index the page in Search Console for Google to pick it up quicker? Yes. If you have a marketing team or you're tech savvy enough to know what Search Console is and how to get a page listed, you know, if you have a page that you created just for the new doctor, not all practices have a page per doctor. Sometimes mm -hmm. they have just one doctor page and both both doctors are on there either way you can submit it to to google for indexing and that also applies eric to at some point down the road and i wouldn't do this 
right out the gate because it's a bit time consuming. I would want to go through every page on the site where you talk about services that you did before. Maybe it's implants or veneers, not necessarily new services that you added by virtue of the new doctor, but existing content that's on the site. And anywhere where it says Dr. Andre, it needs to be changed to Dr. Andre and Dr. Eric so that, again, it's creating the feeling that this is a team. And so if you're only listed on the homepage on your, and then on your own doctor page in nowhere else, it would feel disconnected. Right now, that's a little mm. bit more time consuming and I would prioritize it lower against some of the other things we talked about, but I do think it's important to do. No, I couldn't agree more. I, I think that oftentimes offices do a good job of introducing a new doctor and then as they get a little bit more busy, it, it falls off and they never really close the loop on fully integrating them in and it goes poorly at some point because the doc the new doctor goes out there and she's like, I'm, I'm not even represented on the side other than my bio. And I, I like what you said there. So big push on social saying they're coming, getting them on the website quickly, rewriting their bio, getting, a, getting an updated headshot, capturing footage of them with the staff working. Now, when you say put it to the website, are you also posting it to the, to the business profile on Google? the the images and videos like what are you doing to the to the google business profile yeah i think as a general rule of thumb anytime you capture good content you want to get the most mileage out of it that you can so if you have a really good video of the two doctors talking about how they found each other and what they're trying to build in this next chapter of the practice and it's great i would use it on social organically out of the gate but then if it does well, I would turn it into either a boosted post or a more sophisticated ad campaign if if you have the capabilities. I would upload it to Yelp and to Microsoft mm -hmm. Places and the Google listing. You know, really anywhere you have the capability of publishing video content, there's no downside to doing so. And so I would do that as well. And I would add one more bonus uh, tactical advice here. As the new doctor starts seeing patients and doing cosmetic work or having just really great experiences, I think it's important to try to capture uh, patient testimonials. There are specific to the new doctor so that you can have that content to give social proof that the new doctor is just as good as the existing one and patients are not giving something up by going with the associate because there's an underlying reason to cover, which is you're bringing in a new associate because you're growing, you're busy, you need to get them busy. And the best way to get them busy is to highlight that they are you know, a, a good choice for any new patient and that the practice as a whole has values and standards and an experience that's consistent and you're not choosing this or that. I agree. One of the most powerful things I've heard uh, doctors say to me about the associate was they're so great, they're so wonderful. In fact, it was Dr. Cornelius talking about Dr. Bellman that he he does the dentistry in, on my in my mouth. He is my dentist. I don't know how if that was one hundred percent true, but it really meant something to me when Dr. Cornelius was talking about it. And I think that's a good way to introduce an associate doctor. And I think it shows the trust that needs yeah. to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Audrey, do me a favor. We covered a lot of things. Can you summarize how to tactically add an associate there? I'm going to do my best. So here we go. All right. To start, I'm going to create some buzz before the doctor is even there. 
I'm having some content around our team is growing, our price is growing. Coming soon, we have a big announcement to make. The day that the doctor starts, the new associate starts, I want to make it a party. I want to have maybe a little decoration in the office. I want to have some swag for them, some cookies, whatever the case may be. I want to capture a lot of content. Think of it as their first day at school kind of vibes. I want to capture that day, capture the, the energy and the hype, and once again, deploy it on social media. I want to get new updated headshots in bio instead of copying whatever they already had for our site. I want it to match the tone and everything else that I already have going on there. And I don't want duplicate content from the previous from the previous site. Then I want to submit those changes on the site to Search Console so they can get picked up by Google quicker and can help with our SEO for anyone searching for that new doctor, that associate. Then I would scour the entire internet to see is this doctor listed somewhere else, whether it be a Google listing or his old practice or her old practice website. And I would try to get those things taken down so that the only place you find this doctor is at our practice. If they have a listing, I do want to get that listing updated to link to our address and our website. Now, this is assuming that these are good listings with Google reviews and all of those things. So right after that, once they've been in the practice for a couple of weeks, I love to shoot some content of the previous doctor and the new doctor together, talking about how they found each other and what they're hoping to accomplish together in this next chapter of their journey, talk about the philosophies being aligned and all of those things so that patients feel like you are a team and they're not getting a lesser product necessarily if they mm -hmm. go to the new doctor. Along with that, I think it's important to highlight what benefits adding this doctor brings to the patients. So that might be things right. like we have more flexibility on the schedule and different hours. There's different procedures that we're not offering because of it for new technology or expertise that a new doctor is bringing to the table. And as much as possible, take the confidence and trust that you have already in the existing doctor and sort of rub it on to the associate. Mm -hmm. And it can be things like you said, saying, I would trust this new doctor to do my dentistry. And that's how highly I think of them. And if those things are going well, then I think you can talk about how to incorporate them into the advertising itself, whether it be Facebook paid campaigns or Google paid campaigns to to increase the, the traffic or the, the patient flow that's looking specifically for the new doctor already. Did I cover? Did I miss anything, Eric? I think that was great. That was a wonderful summary. I think you covered everything. Oh, uh, one more thing, Eric. Actually, we have a new doctor timeline and action plan document that we use internally for our clients that I think it'd be cool to share and link in the show notes. That way, if there's someone out there that actually wants a step-by-step -step checklist of the things that we would do, and we have you know dates associated with it, T minus seven days before and 10 days in and 30 days in that they can use as a checklist of how to execute this. No, that's great. Andre, thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's always wonderful to spend time with you. And that was your bite of dental marketing of the day.